are Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Blackhawks. Today is Wednesday, September 30th, 2020. I am your host, Jack Bushman, tuning in for the 219th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. As always, be sure to subscribe to the podcast for free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. You'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day, so please be sure to go do that. Also, please go follow our Twitter page, which can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good stuff being posted there every day as well. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, to start off our show today, we do have a little bit of Blackhawks news to chat about, as this morning we heard Blackhawks VP of Amateur Scouting Mark Kelly and General Manager Stan Bowman address the media and basically what we got from Kelly, who had the first interview of the morning, what we got from him is basically that the Hawks have considered trading up from the number 17 spot in the 2020 NHL Draft, which begins next Tuesday. But those conversations have just been more of hypotheticals at the moment. So it doesn't sound like the talks of trading up are too serious at the moment. But of course, maybe the team and Kelly does not want to tip their hat or anything with the draft being so close. You always have to take these kinds of interviews with a grain of salt. Uh, And then Kelly also added that he would love to get a goaltender in this draft, and I'm sure hearing that made everyone think immediately of Russian goaltender Yaroslav Askarov. It's what made me think of. Uh, And Askarov, he's going to be a first-round pick in the draft next week. It's just a matter of how early someone is going to reach for him, and the Blackhawks certainly aren't going to get him at number 17, at least in my opinion. So they would have to trade up in order to get Askarov, but Kelly, of course, he doesn't have to be talking specifically about Askarov. We've seen the Blackhawks use 6th and 7th round picks in the past on goaltenders, and you very well could see them go that direction once again next Wednesday with all the uncertainty around the future of the goaltender position, uh, the future of the number one goaltender position at the moment. So that is basically what we heard from Blackhawks VP of Amateur Scouting, Mark Kelly, this morning. And then Blackhawks general manager, Uh, Stan Bowman talked with the media a little bit about a couple of different topics. One of them, of course, was about the trade involving 2014 six-round pick Dylan Secura, who was sent to the Vegas Golden Knights in exchange for Brandon Peary on Monday afternoon. And Bowman came out and said that that experiment just flat-out didn't go the way Sekiro or the team anticipated, and it was pretty obvious that a change needed to be made. And Bowman also added that he likes what he's seen from Brandon Peary since he left the Blackhawks nearly 10 years ago, and Bowman added that he's a changed player and has shown that he can score at the NHL level. And hearing Bowman say that, hearing him him say that Peary has shown he can score at the NHL level, I think that all but 
legitimizes that Brandon Peary is going to be fighting for an opening opening night roster spot with the Blackhawks, which shouldn't come as much of a surprise, but I think a lot of people will be upset hearing that because of Peary's struggles with consistency at the NHL level throughout his career. Uh, he's been predominantly an AHLer so far. Uh, but I think there is scoring upside with Peary, and with the Blackhawks expected to lose Drake Kajula and possibly even Dylan Strom in the next week or so, a depth piece like Peary could come in handy, but expect Peary to be fighting for a bottom six roster spot in training camp, whenever that may be. Uh, we also heard Bowman talk about the Corey Crawford situation a little bit, to which he said that, He's he's always optimistic that the two sides will be able to get a deal done, but at the same time, the front office realizes that Crow hitting the open market is a possibility, and that but they can't really do anything about it because of that cap situation. They have just under $8 million to work with, and if Crawford does resign, he'll probably take up somewhere near half of that at least, uh, but the, the Hawks can't really give Crawford anything more than that. And Crow knows this. He he knows that the only way he can come back to Chicago is on a bit of a bargain deal. But at the moment, it, it doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound like the two sides are any closer to getting a deal done. And as I said a moment ago, we are just over a week away from the free agency window opening up. So things aren't looking too positive on that spectrum. Time is running short. And the Hawks are still standing around with plenty of moves to be made. One move we did see the Blackhawks make, though, came late on Tuesday night as we saw them loan forward Brandon Hagel to H.C. Thurgo of the Swiss League. And Hagel is a guy they definitely want getting as many reps as possible right now. He'll also be fighting with Brandon Peary for an opening night roster spot this winter. So Hagel joins Mate Halupa, Philip Kurashev, Tim Soderlund, Pius Suter, and Michael Tepley as players the Blackhawks have now loaned overseas in order for them to just get some more playing time. Not a surprise. It's happened a bunch around the league in the past couple of months. And we might even see a couple more young players make that trek in the next couple of weeks. But I think that just about takes care of all the latest Blackhawks news for this afternoon. Coming up in just a minute, I am going to take a look at 2020 NHL draft prospect Rodion Amirov, who could be an option for the Blackhawks with the 17th overall pick. But first, I need to talk to you all about rockauto.com, the best place to shop for all your auto and body needs. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and make sure to tell them the Lockdown Podcast Network sent you. That's rockauto.com for an amazing selection, reliably low prices, and an unbelievably wide variety of parts for anything you will ever need. Listen, we've all had our share of car problems in the past. How much easier is it when you have an auto and body shop that you can rely on? Well, rockauto.com has your back for all the car parts you will ever need in any given situation. One more time, be sure to check out rockauto.com for reliably low prices and an unbelievable selection, and make sure to let them know the Lockdown Podcast Network sent you. 
No need to drive to a repair shop. Just check out the auto and body shop you can trust online for reliably low prices. RockAuto.com. This is the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for listening today. I am your host, Jack Bushman. Be sure to check out my personal Twitter page at JackBushman2 and my Blackhawks Twitter page at Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. Also, be sure to subscribe and follow Locked On Blackhawks for free wherever you may listen to your podcasts and also on Twitter to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. So we just finished talking about all of the latest news surrounding the Chicago Blackhawks. Now let's move on to the 2020 NHL Draft, and more specifically, 18-year-old forward prospect Rodion Amirov, who could be an option for the Hawks with that 17th overall pick. And Amirov is a bit of a wild card in this draft because... Some scouts have him going as high as number 11 on their board, while others have him as low as 25, so he's kind of a bit all over the place in mock drafts so far, but if if he is there at number 17, then I think he would be one of the wiser choices for the Blackhawks because I really like everything I've seen and read about this kid. He's about six foot, six foot one, 170 pounds from Russia, and he's predominantly played on the wing so far in his career. And looking at his numbers in the past, he dominated the MHL last season. That's Russia's developmental league. He had 22 points in 17 games there, and then he went to go play up in the KHL because of his dominance in the MHL, and for such a young kid to be playing in that league, that tells you something. He wasn't particularly effective there with only two points in 21 games, but don't let that fool you. He he was playing in the second best professional hockey league in the world in the KHL, so just being there, that's impressive enough. Any production at that point is just a bonus. But Amarov has actually already started his 2020-2021 season in the KHL because uh, they're one of the only leagues that's playing right now, and he's made the most of it with five points through the first eight games of the season, and that may have his draft stock going up while so many other players have had to sit out the past few months because of COVID-19. So that is one thing to consider. Some teams may be biting on Amarov a little earlier because of recency bias, because he's been able to play while others have not, and he's been playing well. Uh, In breaking down Amarov's game a little bit now, he's a really good skater. There are some acceleration issues, but overall his top-level speed is very good, and he's also very good on his edges in the offensive zone. There's not 
too much overall concern about this department. But what Amarov is known for is scoring goals, like a lot of Russians are. He has an excellent wrist shot and a really quick release with a lot of power. He also has a one-timer in his repertoire, which always seems to come along with Russian goal scorers. So that could be a bonus on the power play one day. And looking at Amarov's career numbers, he's always been more of a goal scorer than a playmaker. He's never one to be racking up assists, but he does score a lot of goals wherever he's played. He's shown that internationally as well. Uh, And yeah, he's got a really strong shot. He also has high-end hockey IQ. He's a really smart player who knows how to get to the soft spot in the defensive zone, open up and... Uh, create opportunities. That's where he scores a lot of his goals from. Uh, And he he can also use his taller frame to get to the front of the net and establish good position. The hope is that with him getting stronger and adding on some muscle uh, and gaining weight, he'll be able to become a bigger body in front of the net and only become more effective in that area. And Amarov has also been deemed as a hard worker by most scouts. He's been uh, talked uh, a lot of scouts talk about how he's a coach's dream, and that's always a bonus. He's uh, effective on the forecheck. He's just a hard-nosed player. He's been described as a solid two-way guy. He, as I said, he doesn't have great size, but he doesn't let that stop him from being tenacious and hounding the puck carrier. And this leads to a lot of his offense as well. That's just something you love to read about prospects because. Let's say for some reason his offense doesn't translate to the next level, then he still can be an effective player or an effective depth piece on a roster because of his wide range of skills. So great to hear that Amarov is not only effective offensively, but he's a really solid player in all three zones. And he's also been playing on the penalty kill in the MHL and, and just Considering all of that is why I say he would be one of the wiser options for the Blackhawks at number 17 if he is available. One thing about Amarov is that he's under contract in the KHL until the end of this season. And after that, if he doesn't feel ready enough to make the transition to professional hockey in North America, then he could decide to sign for a couple more years over in Russia. There always seems to be these concerns with Russian players, uh, Russian prospects, I should say. Last season, there were all the concerns with Vasily Podkolzin, and as a result, we saw him fall a couple of picks in the draft. So that's something to consider with Amarov. And another thing is that he also turns 19 in just a couple of days on October 2nd. So he is a bit older for this draft class. He'll already be 19 by the time it begins. But I don't think those are reasons why the Blackhawks should shy away or any other team, really. I think Amarov has all the tools to be an effective top six player at the next level. He's a really strong skater. He has a strong wrist shot. He's a effective in all three zones. He can play on the penalty kill. He's got a really good forecheck, hard worker, not afraid of contact, even though he's not the biggest body. He'll go to the front of the net. He's got a good competitive level, high-end hockey IQ. And again, that's why I say he is one of the safer bets for the Blackhawks with that 17th pick in the 2020 NHL draft, which of course is less than one week away. The first round will begin on Tuesday, 
and then the second through seventh rounds, as always, will be the second day, which comes on Wednesday. And this draft will be held virtually for the first time in NHL history, so it's going to be interesting to see the makeup of all of that and uh, what will happen, how Gary Bettman will announce all these picks. Is he going to be holding up jerseys? I don't, I don't know if they're going to be panning to other teams' GMs to make the calls or whatnot. It's all going to be interesting and a bit different, but there is Rodion Amarov's 2020 NHL draft profile, and as I said, he's definitely an option for the Blackhawks with that 17th overall pick in the draft because uh, he's a Swiss Army Knife type player who could be effective in a lot of different ways down the road. Alright, coming up in just a minute, I will reveal number 5 on my Blackhawks top 10 prospects list after announcing Alec Regula at number 6 on yesterday's episode. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bilt Bar, which is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Bilt Bar has a ton of awesome flavors like salted caramel, peanut butter brownie, German chocolate cake, and they also have six new flavors, which are caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. All of which, much like the other 12 flavors, are covered in 100% real chocolate and are soft, easy to chew, and great for the keto diet. Not only are all the bars low calorie and low sugar, but they are also a great source for protein and fiber. So make sure to go to BuiltBar.com today and use our promo code LOCKDOWN in all caps to get $10 off your first order. One more time, be sure to check out BuiltBar.com for a delicious and healthy snack option and use our promo code LOCKDOWN in all caps for $10 off your first Built Bar order. This is the Locked On Blackhawks podcast. As always, I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at JackBushman2 or at Talkin' Hockey. Or you can also always email the Locked On Blackhawks email, which is LockedOnBlackhawks at gmail.com for any questions you have about the show, the Blackhawks, or anything that has to do with the upcoming NHL draft and free agency period. Okay, we just finished breaking down... 2020 NHL draft prospect Rodion Amirov, who could be an option for the Blackhawks with the 17th overall pick. Now it's time to unveil the next player on my Blackhawks top 10 prospects list. So coming in at number 5, we have 20-year-old defenseman Nicholas Bodan, who was a former first-round pick of the Blackhawks back in the 2018 NHL draft. So Bodan, he played his junior hockey with the Drummondville Voltigers of the QMJHL. I hope I pronounced that right. And he actually spent almost four full seasons up there in the in Drummondville. And in, in his final season there, he was one of the most effective players in the QMJHL with 56 points in 53 games. And he was also a plus 60. A plus 60. That is not... 
Not a typo. That plus 60, that's just unheard of in the game of hockey. He was basically plus one every game, that means. So that's why he was a first-round pick in 2018. He was a tremendous offensive defenseman who also handled himself well in the defensive zone despite a smaller stature. And after that tremendous fourth season in the QMJHL, Bodan decided to make the jump to professional hockey where he spent the majority of the 2019-20 regular season down in Rockford trying to become more complete on the defensive side of things before making the jump to the NHL. And in it, and in 59 games with the Ice Hogs last season, Bodan tallied 3 goals and 12 assists for 15 points. And honestly, that's taken a little bit of a step back in his development. He did get to make his NHL debut with the Blackhawks in the final game of the regular season before the COVID-19 pause, but he was only called up because of the position the Hawks were in, not because he was deserving of one. And and I don't expect him to be ready to compete for a full-time roster spot in training camp this winter either. He He didn't show enough progression in his game. He wasn't spectacular in Rockford or anything and because of that I just don't see him having a roster spot over guys like Dennis Gilbert Ian Mitchell's gonna get a look over him uh so it, it it's just gonna be tough for Nicholas Bodan number five on a top 10 prospects list isn't bad but for a former first round pick just two years ago, you would definitely like to see him closer to the top and also closer to making an impact at the NHL level. But still, he's only 20 years old. He'll turn 21 in about a week. So still plenty of time to develop down in Rockford. There's no rush with all the defensemen in the system at the moment, but it would be a little revealing if Bodan came out and had a really strong year down in the A in his second professional season just to feel a little more confident that he can pan out to be the NHL player the Blackhawks drafted him to be. And with all of that untapped offensive potential and still plenty of time to work on his defensive game and his game overall, I project Bodan to be a second-pairing defenseman for the Blackhawks with some high offensive upside in the future if all goes well. But as I said, there's still a long ways to go before he's even close to being a sure thing. So so don't get me wrong, I still am really excited about Nicholas Bodan. I'm really excited to see him progress this season. I mean, he's only one professional season into his career. It's just been a little bit slower of a development than some people, including myself, expected. So that's why I have Nicholas Bodan as number five on my Blackhawks top 10 prospects list. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Wednesday, September 30th episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. Thank you for tuning into the show and be sure to subscribe and follow the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app and you'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. And after the show, ask your smart device to play the Lockdown NHL podcast for all the latest news from all 31 teams around the league. Thank you again for tuning into today's episode. As always, I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or my Blackhawks account, at Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. 
for any questions at all regarding anything related to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com or call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thank you again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.